Hey guys, it's Rachel. Welcome to season three of the Fearless Podcast. I am so happy that you have joined us for today's episode. I'm so excited for the upcoming season. I'm looking forward to being able to have a discussion with you all about all of these issues that we're going to be talking about this season. And if you have any requests for a particular topic or a question that you would like addressed in the podcast, feel free to go to the website fearlessproverbs.tumblr.com forward slash ask and leave your question down there below and I will gladly answer it on the podcast if you wish or I can also just write out the answer but I tend to feel like the podcasts are more effective. Um, So today like I said earlier we're going to be talking about signs you're dating the wrong person and let's get right into it. Let's hopefully this episode will help you steer away from ending up with the wrong person. So Let's start off with number one. Number one sign that you're dating the wrong person. If your relationship with God is suffering. Now, obviously, if you're not a Christian, this this part won't apply to you, but I'm sure that you can apply some similar some similar principles to this area of your life. If you're doing something in the relationship that you don't necessarily feel is calling us to love God and love others, not just with our words or feelings, but also by making a loving sacrifice and putting that love into action and actually doing things. So for example, if you're in a dating relationship and it's a good biblical relationship, then the fruits of that, the results of that, should be that it's helping you and encouraging you to love God more and to increase your ministry impact as you serve others. And what I say by ministry impact, I kind of just mean more like, okay, what are you, what are you gifted and talented in? Like, are you a people person? Do you like to practice hospitality? Do you feel a passionate call to help the sick? Things like that, whatever you're gifted and called to do, maybe it's even music or using art to reach people. So is the dating relationship helping you to love God more and increase the social impact that you have and helping you to serve others and be more selfless and not selfish? If your dating relationship is pulling you away from God and pulling you away from loving others and making a positive impact in society, then it isn't realistic to think that this will change once you marry that person. Getting married doesn't mean a person's going to change overnight. In my marriage with Jesse, for example, he's always pointing me to what God says and what the Word says, and he's always willing to pray with me and He's always trying to get my negative thoughts to align with God's truth, which can be quite a feat sometimes because I'm I'm naturally prone to thinking the worst case scenario. But this is definitely a really good thing. And Jesse always helps me to become more Christ-like. And that's something that is a really incredible marker that this is a positive relationship. So I would really encourage you to keep an eye out for that when you're in a dating relationship. Really consider, like, is this person making me a better person? Are they pushing me to love God more? Are they pushing me to become a better version of myself? Someone who's more whole, more stable, things like that. So number two, the second sign that you're dating the wrong person, their sincerity is questionable. So Let's see if you can identify with this situation, for example. If, you t- if you're a Christian and you talk about your Christian convictions, uh, they happily nod along. Sure, yeah, okay. Um, when you invite them to your church, they reluctantly go or is on their phone the whole time. But they're going because, you know, they love you or they like you a lot and they just want to please you. However, if you ask them to pray with you, they kind of squirm or when discussing deeper issues of faith, they seem kind of distant or vague. These are all signs that they're just going through the motions just to win you over. It's not real. 
This is definitely a huge red flag because it's saying that they're not going to help you to have a deeper relationship with God and they're not going to help you explore what that looks like. And if they're a guy, I don't think that they'll ever really be able to properly lead you in in a way that is good and biblical. And if they're a girl, I don't think in the same way, they won't be able to encourage you or cheer you on in your relationship with God. They'll always try to entice you to do other things. Um, these are all signs that you should definitely not marry this person. I just want to encourage you, be true to your relationship with God first and pray and ask for God's guidance to identify who has strong convictions and who has a good character to be your future spouse. This could obviously be very, very difficult to actually practically do because our emotions tend to cloud our judgment and we just go, oh, it's fine. Like, I like them so much, you know, like they'll change. It's fine. I see who they could become. But don't be misled. Like, you're not the Holy Spirit. You're not God. You can't change someone. I would recommend that you just leave them in in God's very capable hands and just trust that he's going to lead you to be with someone, to marry someone who is right for you in all areas. Number three, third sign that they are the wrong person to be dating. They treat your friends and family very poorly and they aren't willing to make an effort to build a friendship with them. So a person who has nothing to hide will not shy away from getting to know your friends and those in your life who are important to you. If it's important to you, then it should be important to them. Uh, And like, like, of course, shyness is one thing, but if they're not willing to make the effort to show them that they have good character, have good intentions with you and are meaningful in their commitment to you, then they're more likely just using you and just being shady. Do not marry or continue to date this person. Now, that was like a new thing for me when I was dating Jesse. I never realized that a genuine guy would go out of his way to reassure those around around him like, hey, I'm a great guy, I have good intentions here, I want you to get to know me. A shady guy or a shady girl would kind of try to hide who they are and they'll hide their real intentions because people who feel guilty, they naturally want to hide their motives and that should definitely be a red flag if, if they aren't willing to get to know those people in your life because they are very important. Okay, number four, fourth sign that you are dating the wrong person. They repeatedly struggle with pornography, alcohol, drugs, and any other addictive substance or action. So this one's pretty easy. They need to sort their lives out first before trying to commit and to be with another person. Healthy people should date other healthy people. And if you're dating someone with harmful self-destructive tendencies, this can get you into a lot of trouble as well. Or even worse, their lifestyle can affect you and you can start participating in these struggling areas as well. You need to be with someone who is healthy and you need to be with someone who has it together. And you really don't want to be with someone who is just going to pull you down and a healthy relationship is where two people are trying to push each other and encourage each other to be better versions of themselves. Obviously not in a mean way, in a healthy, happy, joyful, encouraging kind of way. Like you don't want to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just not good enough for this other person. They're just convicting me, making me feel bad for my actions, my words, my thoughts, things like that. You don't want to feel negative you want to feel positively encouraged by the person that you're dating and also like I said before 
you can't change someone. If someone is addicted to pornography, alcohol, drugs, or anything else, you can't love them into change. Like, of course, that has happened before. I've seen it happen in other relationships, but it's not always the rule. It's kind of the the exception of the rule. It happens sometimes, but it doesn't happen all the time. In these in these scenarios and in these cases, you just have to put that person into God's hands and pray for them and encourage them to do better. But it wouldn't be wise to be dating them because your feelings will be clouded by what is right for them. And you want to be objective in that scenario. So I would just really encourage you to to put them in God's hands and to trust that God is going to do the right thing. Number five, the fifth sign that you're dating the wrong person, they're always criticizing you. So someone who loves you should never be harsh towards you at all. If they're gentle about criticism and they're doing it with the intention of helping you in a loving way, then that's really, really good. But if they're bluntly getting frustrated at you or snapping at you, and the more and more it could be a red flag and it'll only increase after you get married. It's not going to change. It's not going to go away no matter what you think. You know, people don't just change after you marry them. If anything, once you get married, a magnifying glass is going to be put up to their bad habits because you're going to be seeing that every single day. So just, yeah, don't buy into the lie that they will change once a ring is on that finger because it won't. Number six, six sign that you're dating the wrong person. They constantly blame others. So if they're blaming other people for their failure and never apologizing, if they're being arrogant, never taking responsibility for their actions or past mistakes, that is definitely a huge red flag. It does not show Christ-like character at all. They're called a narcissist and you should definitely stay away from those kinds of people. If you get married in life, they will be the kind of people who blame you for everything that isn't right in their life. And it will eventually probably lead to abuse. And they'll say things like, don't make me yell at you or don't make me whatever it is. Don't make me hit you. And that's just toxic. You should definitely stay away from people like that. They will frequently explode at you. And trust me, I've been there. It sucks. And it also rubs off on you. Like if someone yells at you, your natural tendency is to yell back. But it will only leave you feeling like you're always wrong, there's always something wrong with you and you could just never do anything right. And all you can get from a relationship like that is extreme anxiety. And these people usually have their own tendency to internalize their own failure and rather to feel shame or guilt, they just rather heap it onto others and push it away. So the healthiest thing that you can do for yourself is to just cut them out of your life together. Don't even bother dating someone who is like that. Sign number seven, they pressure you and get caught telling lies. This one should be super, super obvious. If a person is pressuring you to do something that you're not okay with, that's not love, that's lust, and it's incredibly self-centered and manipulative. And and if they're withholding information from you, for example, if they know something can harm you or isn't good for you and they don't tell you and you find out later that it's bad, that's getting caught in a lie in this scenario. Then... This also shows that they're dishonest and they're not open to you and they shouldn't be trusted. I'm just going to breeze through the rest of the signs because I think you get the idea now. Basically, if they act this way, just don't continue dating them. Just break up. If you have an uneasy gut feeling that something is wrong in your relationship, if they flirt with other people in front of you, they don't practice self-control, if they get jealous or show an irrational anger, hesitant in talking about particular topics because they're afraid of the reaction, unpredictable mood swings, controlling behavior, feeling trapped, like um, 
you know, you don't want to hurt each other's feelings by suggesting that marriage may not be for the two of you. Lack of respect. Also, as an example, if they're constantly being sarcastic with you, that's bad. Lack of personal responsibility. If they can't hold like a job and be mature and pay the bills, that's a lack of responsibility. And that's pretty bad as well. It doesn't show any maturity. Pride and selfishness. They never admit they're wrong. Therefore, you never really resolve a conflict. Um, If they depend on their parents for emotional and financial security, if they have a history of lots of failed dating relationships, if they have bad habits and attitudes, etc., there are just so many signs out there. I know that was a really long list, and I know that to some people that's just like, okay, well, everyone's like that. I'm never going to be able to find someone worth marrying. But ultimately, you want to date someone and eventually hopefully marry someone who can refine you, someone who you can do life with, holding on to the same core values or surrender and transformation in, in your relationship. That's what marriage is, surrendering to each other on a daily basis out of love while you have a shared vision, if you're a Christian, how you can live out a God-glorifying life together. So I really hope this all makes sense, and I really hope that you come away from this episode having the courage to end a relationship if you know that it's it's not good for you, or don't even bother to start an actual relationship with someone who's been displaying these signs. So I know it seems scary, but it definitely is the right thing to do. Like I said earlier, God has such a greater plan for us and a more amazing love story that he wants to personally write for you if you let him. And if you feel like God can't use you because you've thrown it all away by dating or even marrying the wrong person, then don't believe that lie either. God can use all bad things for his good. People can change, that's true, but like I said earlier, God can change people. You can't change people. Only God can change people. So surrender that person over to God. Pray for them. Pray for you. Always put God first. Grow in wisdom and discernment, and God will always give you the right person for you in time. You just need to trust him. And I know that's a lot to ask for some people because I know that leaving everything in the hands of someone you can't physically see is asking for a lot. But in the end, that's exactly what faith is. So I really hope this episode encouraged you and I really hope that you have a great and joyful week. And I really hope that I see you next Monday for our next episode. Bye.